Happy New Year, everybody. This is your girl, Cece, with Where It Begins Magazine. And I got my co-host on the line, Mickey Monday. How are you today? I'm doing good. See, how are you? I'm good, and happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday to you as well. Thank you. We have a special guest on the line with us. We have Glenn on the line with us. Glenn, tell everybody who you are, what you're doing, where you're from. Yeah, thank you, first of all, for having me, guys. Great to be here. I'm from Sydney, Australia, originally from the UK. Lived here 16 years. I'm an executive coach, so I help people gain exposure, um, build their brand and scale their business. Off the back of that, I'm the founder of a campaign to challenge the status quo around mental health called the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, which has gained global international attention within 12 months and gained a lot of influential public figures from celebrity, sport and corporate. Awesome. Wow. I've been dying to ask you this question. What does Imperfectly Perfect mean to you and why did you name that your business? You know what? I wanted to bring it back to its rawest form. So there's a lot of things throughout life where there's a perception thing where everyone's having highlights. I really wanted to draw it back and say, you know what? Imperfections are us in our rawest form. Let's show those imperfections. That's how we were made. That's what God intended for us. Let's show the beauty in our perfections. We are actually perfect in our imperfections. Awesome. Awesome. Well, tell us about your podcast. I did end up checking out two of, two of them yesterday. They were really, really good. But tell us about your podcast. Yeah, thank you. So it's called the Imperfectly Perfect Podcast, whereby we speak to the highly acclaimed faces that have got behind the efforts to change the narrative around mental health. So with me, I'm very intrinsically intrigued into people's stories. I've never been one to look at a profession or a title. My background was always health and fitness. So I suppose going in and teaching group fitness classes as well at the beginning to like hundreds of people, everyone comes in as a community. There's a commonality there. You don't think, oh, so-and-so does that as a job. I've taken that into the world. So with that, we, we pretty much have guests on there ranging from some of Hollywood's biggest names to corporate leaders like David Meltzer and, and Claude Silva. And basically, it's to, it's to strip everything back and just show the behind the scenes what we often do not see. There's a lot of people, I always, what I've come to realize is we all live in this perpetual cycle. We look at A-list celebrities or we look at these people with million dollars and we think, how can they experience adversity? They've got everything. However, knowing people at this level now, they look at us, myself included, and think, oh, just to go back to that, I can go to the shop and I can ring a friend. But when you're at that level, you've got so many responsibilities and people around you that it creates a whole new ball game of stress and running a multi-million dollar company. Someone once said to me, it was like, Glenn, there was like, I know you think he's amazing and, and we get to travel and we do this, but it also comes with a million problems as well. Do you want to swap? So it's really just to close that disparity and show behind the scenes and bring everyone back to realize that like COVID, mental health does not discriminate no matter what profession you do, because that's all it is, a profession. We're all human. Wow. Awesome. So I know that's amazing, man. Yeah. I was listening last night. I was like, wow. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gained some amazing traction because people who I grew up, I've had some UK artists on there that I grew up and obviously was going, oh, 
red carpets, amazing shows, but behind the scenes, like when they open up, I think you might have listened to Jamelia yesterday. She's one of the UK's largest uh, recording artists for R&B. And she was like, I have met some of the world's most successful people. I was a millionaire. I wasn't happy. These people aren't happy. Some are insecure. And yeah, I just think, I, I think people need to bring that. I think we need a reset. And I think COVID on the positive side of things, obviously we've lost people, what we don't like. I lost my my grandmother in the UK, but on the other side of it, I think out of this, it's shown us to really go back to basics, humanity, because connection is everything. And at the end of the day, a lot of people place an outcome or their happiness on an outcome. I need to do this to get there, to get there, but they're missing the important parts, which is relationships and realizing that we're not different than anyone else. Mm. Okay. Love it. Extremely introspective. Um, just kind of looking at some of the, some of what you've accomplished in the past. Uh, can you kind of tell us about how you ended up on the Today Show and had a segment with them? Yes. <laughs> so, if anyone's listening out there, I when I started this, I actually the bigger tributer was health and fitness industry was also my demise. So I started comparing myself to a lot of these bodies that I saw on social media, turned social media off for some time, turned it back on about two years ago and found out a friend from the UK had passed away, um, looked into it, asking other friends, he'd sadly taken his life. So this is one of the big things about disrupting social media because we didn't know he was struggling. Mm -hmm. So behind the scenes with that, my background was running clubs all over Australia, the UK before that. I'd never know experience in public relations, networking properly. I just knew how to talk to people. And I actually jumped off what I was doing as a stressful job. Quit my job on the Friday, worked in construction because some guys happened to walk in the gym, not done it since college years. Um, so for 12 months, I thought I learned this month, uh, this much money. I learned how to do public relations. I learned how to do marketing, networking. Whilst I was working six days a week, 12 hours a day, reached out to every single journalist that there was, spread my message by picking up the phone and then got a call saying, would you like to be on the Today Show? This is what you're doing. It's very, very powerful. So yeah, if there's any listeners just going, how do you get your message out there? One of the biggest things I would say is relationship building. Just just do it. Okay. Wow. So just kind of scaling back and looking at your entire operation, I mean, this this is just magnificent, and and the people that you know you have associated with you, you know, just are just looking looking through some of the stuff here. So, I mean, for you, what was what was that? What was that like? Ah, moment, like like when I say ah, I mean like W, like A W E, like you're in awe. Like what what was that point where you had hit that moment of like, oh my gosh, this is really happening, or maybe someone of a certain status might've gotten involved in this um, in this campaign. And then it just kind of like, just made you just, just feel like I cannot believe, you know, imperfectly perfect has gotten to this point. And it's just, just as big as it's gotten. And it's, you know, I mean, it's gonna continue to grow, but you know, what, what was that, uh, that aha moment for you? I think it was when America suddenly called because we know America is huge. And I thought if I can take it to America and it can create a ripple effect. And when America did call and I got the opportunity to go to America, all of a sudden doors were open and I went on several TV shows, podcast shows, radio shows. And I actually sat back 
And it was funny because I was asked a question on a, on a TV show and um, I was stumped and it was live TV. I don't like being on TV. So to be stumped on live TV, I was like, whoa. And it was like, so Glenn, you've, you've got so many prolific figures on here. It's like you've almost been given this key and there's something in you that people feel comfortable with you to share their story. What do you think that is? And I was like, bloody hell, I don't, I'm very British now. I was like, uh, 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 um, I don't know, I've never heard that. But that for me was a moment when I went, wow. Like it's, it's literally taking it back to storytelling and people feeling that comfortable that they can just share. And I suppose I never try and give advice. It's all mental health. The whole thing about it is we have to listen and not make judgment um or try and fix people because we condition we try and fix people because we want to help them but sometimes it's just like keep your mouth closed and just listen to somebody and that was mine and off the back of that I always ask people on my podcast it's visual imagery so things that resonate with people so I did it through photography as a creative music a piece of literature it creates like people to resonate so I actually turned it around to a lot of people and said when I stripped everything back and took your photo and you saw your image when you was at your most vulnerable, what was the response? And people was like, I never realized I could use my platform to save a life. And the amount of people that reached out to me and told me just seeing that image and then reading your story, you saved my life that night. And that for them was an awe moment. But for me, it was a double awe moment because I was going, this is powerful. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's that's mind blowing in itself. Oh my goodness. Wow. So uh, you just, just to kind of like understand your background a little more, cause you said that, you know, health and fitness was the structure really um, in yep. which you kind of built this off of. So do you have any um, like um, certifications or like maybe licenses with, uh, with dealing with mental health? I mean, what really what I'm trying to figure out is like, how, how did you end up, you know, just, diving head first into you yeah. know, the mental health realm? Very, very fast. So I've always been predominantly in the health and fitness sector. I started with PT, so I'd obviously got all my qualifications within that. And then when this came about, it was because I turned social media on and it affected me to the point I wanted to do something because I'd lost a friend, reached out to all the big organizations in Australia, said, look, I want to do something. What can I do? I got a thank you, but no thank you. But understandably, there's so many people who want to help. So I could understand it. Whereas me, I just wanted to create an awareness. So it was a passion project. However, to make sure nothing was triggering, I actually knocked down doors and just picked up the phone to clinical psychologists, then holistic practitioners came forward, then spiritualists came forward. So I created this team and bearing in mind, there was never no money. And I believe that's why it's been continued to grow because it's never been about like, look at me, like you'll hardly see my face on there unless it's a piece of publicity to push the message. It's always been about mental health and getting everyone's story there. And it's never been about, we need this money to do this. What, if anything, it's shown is it's, grown this big and gained this much traction with this many public figures and not one person is being paid and not one person is because I think people are ready in every culture, in every community to, just to speak because we're losing people. But through all that, I never wanted to say, and I make a disclaimer, I'm not an expert. However, I did go and get a diploma in mental health, mental health first aid and mental health management 
but I always leave it to the experts because those are the guys that have trained for 20, 30 years in this field. Right. Mm. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. That's good. So, so Glenn, what is next for you? What is your goals for this year? Yeah, so 2021, we, four days before New Year, we just actually, we started workshops whereby we bring some of the speakers who have come on the campaign we accompanied them with a clinical psychologist, holistic practitioner. And what I wanted to do was move it into corporate America because we know this. If we can get it to the top people, they can create a ripple effect. So I just started again, reaching out via phone, telling them what it was about. Four days prior to New Year's, we've just scored a Fortune 500 company that's going to run our program nationwide. And that is where I want it to go. I want to post-COVID get into retreats, but more healing retreats. Because we express so many emotions. I, I, I can say myself, I've done a lot of inner child healing that I didn't know something that was in my past affected my present. And that's where mental health comes a lot. And I just mm-hmm. wanna I just wanna get everyone kind of and shake everyone and say, look, look at our kids. They don't see, they don't see social status, they don't see colour, they don't see religion, they don't see anything. It affects us all. So I don't know why we can't come to this common ground of everyone just openly I always say challenging the status quo and the culture because unless there's a cultural shift there's a reason what we're missing something and why the suicide rates still keep going up even though the government keep pushing more and more money how are we continuing to lose people so we're clearly missing something so I believe bring it back to its rawest form humanity and challenge the status quo some people won't like that we know but I think to make a change, you have to. Yeah. Mm, big goals. It. Big goals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <it is. laughs> Those are big goals. Definitely. Wow. So I was gonna ask you, what are some other hobbies that you do? Or what do you do in your free time? Well, I would say health and fitness because every time I'm on this new app called Clubhouse where I met you, <laughs> I'm at the gym whilst you guys are not sleeping. So <laughs> I, I would say it's it's pretty much the gym time. Photography that the whole campaign stemmed from has always been a passion of mine. So I think this, this campaign stemmed from me just always, when I was shooting actors or whatever it may be, I've got friends in film. I did a couple of their unit stills for their stories because... I could capture something, whether I'm a bit of an empath or intuitive, I just pick up when someone's going through something mm-hmm. and it, it's kind of just capturing that moment of time. So photography, spending time with my wife and two kids. Um, yeah, and, and fitness. I'm a pretty simple guy. <laughs> and I just had to throw this out here before Mickey Monday asked this question. I said, did you actually photograph that picture or you took it off a phone where you was trying to pick what that's because y'all got nice weather and you had the pool and all that that you was getting in yesterday. So I said, I'm going to throw that up no. today. <laughs> no, that's our pool. So when you guys were going to bed, I was just taking my kid to the pool. So Sydney, the good thing about Sydney is it's, it's beautiful because it's surrounded by water. So everything looks picture perfect. But Behind the scenes, Sydney's a very expensive place to live. <laughs> yeah. I love America. I want to move to America because if anything I've learned from you guys, everyone says, Glenn, you're so resilient. Where have you got this from? Because in Australia, it's very laid back. Not everybody, but a lot of people. Um, whereas if I'd have started it with some people that when I initiated it, 
I'd have been still waiting. Whereas every time I come to LA or I'm around you guys, it's kind of like, right, this is what we're doing. And by tomorrow, you've initiated it and you've got, you've got it going. And that's what I did with this campaign. And everyone's like, where did you get that from? I'm like, the Americans. <laughs> you've got a goal, you go for it. And that's what I, I appreciate, I love, and that's where I've picked it up from. Love it, love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, my ahead. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm actually glad you mentioned that, Glenn, because I was going to ask you, like, what prompted the, the move from the UK to Australia? Yeah, so I'd finished university, and then there was this, it is in America now, but with group fitness, there's this huge international company called Les Mills. It's, it's now becoming really good in, um, I think, Beachbody with body pump and all this kind of thing. And I used to teach that. And I wanted to know where it originated some so I could be the best at what I did from them. And I've always just been kind of a mentality of, you know what, if you're not happy, you need to make a change. So I finished university. I was like, what do I do? Where I grew up, it's very, it's a small community and a lot of people kind of get married and they stay in that area. Whereas me, I never felt like that was where I was supposed to be. Bought a one-way ticket, went to New Zealand, got to find out where they were and then did that. Unfortunately, my visa ran out after a year, so I hopped over to Sydney, Australia, but now it's where I met my wife and two kids, and yeah. Okay. So, the UK is amazing, but the weather's not that good if you've both been, so I'll, I'll stick to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that you said that uh, you guys are on lockdown again. I, I thought that you guys had, like, lower um, cases as far as, um, you know, the uh, coronavirus, so you know, that's glad that you're able to at least spend it, you know, where you are with your family. And you said you got a pool in the back and all that stuff. So, you know, it's very, very grateful of, you know, that you're able to at least be quarantined or be locked in to a place where, you know, you guys can have a little bit of like leisure time. Um, just kind of going into your schedule, because I know, you know, I, I know you have a lot of like webinars and things that you, you know, like to keep up with. So kind of give us a projection into what what you have planned for maybe you know like the next month or so coming up especially for the listeners yeah. or and, and watch excuse me listeners and viewers who are watching your uh, watching the interview as well yeah sure so within this month we're predominantly moving into the the, the organization that i'd mentioned so marketing and everything where we can divulge who it is so it's pretty much bringing that international team of therapists together we've got our speakers ready to go so it's just locking that in because they're running it out nationwide and they've got employees up to around 600,000. So you can imagine trying to event organize. And what I would say to anybody listening, any listeners who have just got goals or aspirations, two years ago, I was just running health clubs. Now I'm running international like events and organizations and I'm, I'm surrounded by all these people that I never knew. And I never, and it was just your mentality of Americans, just, you know what, I want to do this. And then just, I would say in a, in a positive way, overcoming your own ego in the sense that we're so conditioned to stay where we feel comfortable, but it's when we get uncomfortable, when mm. things happen. So this month is pretty much focused on that. At the side, I also do a bit of consulting to organizations who really are at the stage, startups, small, small companies or actors, entertainment industry who just don't know how to get that exposure, but don't have the funds to pay a publicist because publicity comes with 
a lot of money when you pay a publicist. So I literally got all my own. It's one of the biggest publicized campaigns in Australia and now growing. So I show people how to do it as a consultant on the side so they can continue doing it themselves. Okay. Wow. And do you have any protective that is really like awesome? Like yeah. wow. <laughs> yes. It's, I'm I'm just in shock. But out of everything you've been doing, what's like going through this journey, what has been your biggest challenge? I would say learning about myself. So uh. what this taught me, it started with clinical psychologists, holistic practitioners came through, and then a lot more spiritual people came through whereby I've always been open. I think anyone can sense that I'm a pretty open guy. So when it came to spirituality or learning about my coming through and all that, and then I was always picking up on things, but my intuition and, and how I can see people probably why the campaigns continue growing as well. I don't think, or I do know now, it's not solely just by me and my work ethic. I didn't know anyone in America. I'm sure there's, there's doors that have been opened above, but what I've learned is a lot of personal development in going, you know what? We concentrate on the vanity metrics, the engagement. We concentrate on this perception game to think. But the quickest way to raise your vibration or to attract what you want is to step into your truth and actually own who you are. Stop trying to be what everyone else thinks or wants you to be. And, and from that, I would say there's been blockages that have come up and I've learned that those blockages and failures are literally stepping stones that you're not ready for something because you haven't learned a bloody lesson that you've got to learn. And I think I'm at the stage now, I'm always learning. So I'm not where I want to be yet, but I've learned to slow down and look back at what has been achieved because I think I'm someone who used to be so self-critical and going, if I've got an hour's gap, I'm like, I should be doing something. Why aren't I doing something? So it's, it's a lot in, in growth. And that's personal, mentally, spiritually, a lot of it. I needed those words. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Mickey Monday, you had any other questions before we go into trivia? Um, no, I don't. Actually, I mean, you know, Glenn has been really great with uh, his answers. You can tell that he's, this is not his first time, obviously. I mean, just the way he puts words together. There's no break, uh, it, like there's no break in concentration or anything. It's just like, it's like, it's like a faucet. You just cut it on and just the words come out and it is perfectly layered and you stop. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, can I just say, hey, you're so nice when you say I'm British, so it would be verbal diarrhea. <laughs> 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 but you said it so eloquently. <laughs> thank you, thank you. you know, just just yeah. spice it up just a little bit. <laughs> but Glenn, we have two questions for you. They're basic questions. It's like a little game that we like to play with our um, guests. So you ready? Yep. Okay, mine is, if, it, if um, any animal could talk, what animal you think would be the most annoying? Oh, God. I'd probably say because we've got a cat, it'd probably be a cat. Because they're... And what would you think they would say to you? What would be so annoying that they would say to you? 
Oh, because we've got two kids who don't leave the cat alone. It'd be like, give me some bloody space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'd pretty much say, because sometimes, you know, when you capture, if you've got a pet, you capture out the side of your eye, that they give you that, that dirty look. It's like, yeah, yeah, if they could talk, they'd be like, get that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Yes. And then um, my question is, what's the first concert you've ever went to? So, um, I would say, oh, it was so funny. This is this is the best story. So I used to work in a bar and there was this girl that came in who she said, you know what? I know how obsessed you are with Christina Aguilera. Oh. And um, <laughs> she was like, so I don't know if you bothered, like she was in a same sex relationship. She said, so I've got one of my friends who can't come. So you will be coming with like 10 um, 10 women, same-sex relationships, so you'll be the only male there. And I was like, sign me up, Christina Aguilera. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> she was going through a dirty stage and like Christina was like my pin-up. And it, yeah, I was just stood there. I was the only guy and there was all these kids around me. And then there was like all these women dancing together and I'm the only male in between. But I'm like, yeah, I was just like in awe, Christina Aguilera. Like she was my pin-up for, for years. Until my wife wow. came along. <laughs> She's in the other room. <laughs> you know, I really love her music. I really do. I think yeah, yeah. one of my favorite songs, I think the name of it is Loving Me, that I play a lot. And I, I really love her music. I really do. She actually, I, something I came across the other day, she posted on social media. She's doing this thing where she's teaching people online now how to sing. But she actually, what she's done throughout the year, which stuck out to me like a sore thumb, she said the best piece of advice was her for her was a mentor that came into her life and she she made that record like I am beautiful like so many times because she was a perfectionist but it stood out to me because a mentor came to her and said you need to live your truth and lead with your imperfections because the imperfections are what are going to take this record to the next level and then she did it in one take after that with her imperfections and that's what she teaches now so obviously when I heard the imperfections imperfect it's mm. yeah so wow. it's powerful even even people who are stepping into their truth and finally realizing that you know what we put on this show and that jamelia podcast i think i think you heard she was saying yesterday until five years ago when she was this recording artist it's changed a little bit now she had to play a character like for the public so she was like do you know what it's like to live a dual life like yeah everyone thinks they know you and everyone loved me when I was on stage singing. But as soon as I opened my mouth as Jamelia and had an opinion, people hated me and I didn't know how mm. to like, so mm. yeah. That's wow. I know it. That's, that's where you come in the place and you help a lot of people though. And, and yeah. I'm thankful that I met you because this is a good platform that you're doing for people to actually get to know people. Cause people go through stuff every day and you'll never know what people is going through just by, you know, what you see the cover. Cause everybody try to cover it up. So I definitely love what you're doing. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I appreciate what you guys are doing cause you're sharing stories and you're, you're helping people. It's so powerful that people don't realize the impact that you can make to one person's life. And that's that's another like awe moment there. Like what you guys are doing with this chat, one person will just happen to hear it and go, wow. Wow. So. 
But before we get off, Glenn, tell everybody where they can follow you. Yeah, so you can find me at all social media at Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, or um, you can find me separate to that, underscore Glenn Marsden, or the official website for the organization where you can find out more about it is imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org. Okay. Well, I want to say congrats. I wish you much success and happiness this year, 2021. I'm glad that I met you. I'm glad that I'm your media family now. <laughs> I love our group that we have. And thanks for interviewing with us today. I really Thank appreciate you for having it. Me, guys. It's, it's been a pleasure, guys. And Mickey, great to be introduced to you. You need to join our media family on there as well. It's amazing. I don't know if you've jumped on there yet, but um, yeah. It's amazing. Okay, yeah. You know, I was just, I told Cece uh, yesterday that I have Clubhouse and I go on here, but I follow so many people that it's hard to weed out what exactly will benefit me as an artist on Clubhouse. Because there are some rooms that I've joined where I can like, you know, meet other collectives and creators. And I, I actually made a Discord account to kind of follow up with those people. So I do that, but Everything else I have, I still have to get used to this app. So what I'll do is I'll see if I can find find you on here, find that network on here and tap into it. And at that point we can we can connect from there. Yeah. I think Just follow me, Nikki, and then um, I can pick you to the room. Because I think it's okay. gonna go harder when it goes public. Like, cause there's gonna be so many rooms in there. So I think we stumbled mm -hmm. upon a really good one because everybody in that room has literally said, how can I help you? Whereas you go in a lot of rooms and it's like, this is who I am. And this, they do the whole spiel. Right. And it's kind of like this room, the, the whole difference in the energy was like, this is what I do really short. But it was like, tell me about you and what can I do for you? So amazing, amazing. So I'm grateful to have, have met yourself as well, Cece. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you have a happy Tuesday and be blessed. And actually, I'll see you tonight if you're on the call. I think we get on at 8.30, so. Yeah, well, I will just say we're in the future. I'm on Wednesday, so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have made it. We're on, we're on like 10 a.m. Wednesday morning. So COVID's still here. You still made it, but like, <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> nice. wow i didn't know it was a whole extra day off yeah i think we're where are you guys la because we're like 18 hours ahead of la oh wow uh, i'm in atlanta but so yeah she's in atlanta and i'm in dc so it might be more than that i was more for you i think Mickey. yeah yeah wow, wow yeah. that's amazing oh. Hey, you know what? I should make a living out of predicting the future, shouldn't I? <laughs> it's another sideline thing. But yeah. Thank you for having me on the show, guys. All right. Absolutely, Have a good man. one. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Enjoy your Wednesday. Bye. You too, guys. Thanks. All right.